You're listening to Talk Israel with Anya Farber, where we talk everything Israel. The art, the culture, the music, the food. Oh man, don't get me started on the food. So grab a plate of shakshuka, sit down and listen up. And now your host, Anya Farber. Hello, 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 everyone. Oh, my goodness. Um, I was not (laughs) prepared for the message I got right before our show started today. So today is Monday, May 29th, and it's, it's an interesting day for me. I have a lot of memories associated with this day. Now, in the United States, it is also officially Memorial Day, where as a country, the United States is recognizing, you know, those who made the ultimate sacrifice and gave their lives and, you know, fighting for this country. Um, I would love to say that as a whole, we really do it the right way. Um, I can't say that, but, you know, aval. It is what it is. Um, but I did get, uh, and I did say I was going to call him out on the air, so Rabbi Mendy, <laughs> uh, I am going to call you out. Uh, uh, the rabbi was kind enough to share uh, a flag in the Arlington National Cemetery uh, honoring a friend of mine that lost his life. And I was a bit emotional, and I messaged him back, well, I really appreciate you sharing. Um, I'm having a hard time not crying. So uh, forgive me. I apologize to you guys. It was just a lot more emotional seeing that flag um, with his name than I would have expected. Um, and I'm just confirming that he did message me back saying you can, I can blame him. Uh, I'm just letting him know that I, I actually did. (laughs) So, um, I do mean that with, with, uh, you know, from a very loving place, Rabbi. So anyway, I want to get to the heart of the matter, what we're talking about today. And it seemed really, really important You know, because here on CRS Radio, the Knowledge Network, we're always sharing information and growing. And, you know, I I get this question a lot uh, when I talk about Israel and going to Israel. And everyone's like, oh, do you have family there? And, yes, I, I mean, I do have family. Like, if you check the genetic, you know, you know, you do that trace your family tree. Yes, I have family that is in Israel. But I, it really started me thinking about this idea of family. And, you know, I think uh, it's, it's, it is common in, in, you know, American culture for people to be like, oh, you know, to have like, oh, an uncle this or an aunt that, and they're not actually related. You know, it's like a very close friend of your family. And they're like family. And sometimes, you know, your family is like people you end up choosing, right? Um, Close, close friends uh, that become family. And, you know, what this idea of family really means. And I think family is like 
a place, a group of people, whether it be blood-related or by choice, where you feel you're most comfortable. You know that you can have an argument, but be safe, you know, and, and at the end of the day, like, you're all right. Because just because someone is born into your family doesn't make them family. And um, the person I lost was someone who was very, very, very special to a lot of the people I'm close with. And he is very dearly missed and will never be forgotten. Um, But it also started me thinking about, you know, different aspects of family and people that you keep close to you or you have relationships with. And um, it started me thinking about my, my CRS family here. And I think it's really quite interesting because, you know, the, the shows here on CRS radio are, are so vast. There are so many choices that you could find you know, here on CRS Radio. And I think that's, like, really very special. And I know that um, some of the other shows may come on today to kind of introduce themselves and whatnot. But it really started me thinking, you know, about kind of, like, this idea, right, of family and what does it mean, what does it represent, and kind of, you know, what what makes you who you are? And I, I do think that you become who you are. Yeah, sure, part and parcel of, you know, who raises you, right? Because some people are not raised by their, you know, biological mother and father. They might be raised by an aunt, an uncle, a grandparent, whatever the case may be. Um, but these are people who influence you, right? Yeah. So, you know, we have all these other shows on CRS Radio, which are just wonderful influences. And the thing is, you don't have to agree with someone all the time um, to care about them and to support them. And I think that that's, you know, the the situation. And that really speaks to what I'm always trying to share with you guys about Israel, right? Do I think for a, a second that everyone in Israel agrees with each other? Oh, God, no. I mean, look at the, you know, political situation. They have elections more often than we do here in the U.S. because they can, when unhappy, you know, like vote for a new government. And my own biological family, I still think that I'm in the doghouse. I don't agree with some of my family members politically when it comes to stuff in Israel. But I do know at the end of the day that if I need something, they have my back. And so I just wanted to kind of like take a minute and point out before we kind of talk about some of the past guests we've had and take this walk down memory lane and talk about things coming up, I kind of wanted to just take a pause and and talk about, you know, some of the other shows that are on CRS radio. And uh, yesterday we had the Black Jewish Queen with Dr. Denise. Later, the chat reel is coming up with Billy, and we have so many shows. I want to try really hard not to um, forget to mention anybody um, because there's there's really like so so many shows. Um, so if you guys wanted, you can go right to um, on Facebook or Instagram CRS. And you can, like, 
literally start scrolling through some of the shows. And, um, you know, they each show, while obviously you can listen to the way that you can listen to Talk Israel live, you can also listen to after the fact by clicking any of the links. And you can either, you know, go to the CRS radio and then like kind of scroll through the shows that we have. Or if you happen to be following one show in particular, you can, you know, go ahead and do it that way. So to me, that's really exciting um, because there are so many other people that are here that have some stuff that's really interesting. So I know that I mentioned two, but we also have, um, you know, Motown Legends and Alumni. We have um, a bunch of other shows that are based on different genres of music. Um, We have this amazing saxophone player who has a show. And, you know, just to have his perspective both as like a musician and a host to me is is really, really cool. Um, There's Island Talk. There's, I mean, there's literally like a show for anyone and everyone I think that you could um, possibly think of. And, you know, TJ's got an R&B Souls uh, show. And, you know, I feel like I could probably spend our entire cast, uh, our entire like radio cast here talking about all the different shows. But, you know, I want to make sure that you guys know where you can find them. So if you are someone who prefers Facebook, you can just put right into the Facebook search bar, CRS Radio. Um, If you, you know, are feeling a little lazy, you can always just go to my page because it's linked. Um, Also on Instagram, CRS Radio. But again, if you're just feeling super lazy, but you already follow me, you can just, boom, link from right from my page. And again, my Facebook is Anya Farber, A-N-Y-A, F-A-R-B-E-R. And Instagram, I am at Anya, A-N-Y-A, underscore think, T-H-I-N-K, underscore differently, D-I-F-F-E-R-E-N-T-L-Y. So you can find us either place. I also want to make sure that you guys are following um, the Zionistas, where we talk all about Israeli fashion with my gal pal, Ilana. You can find that um, on Instagram as well, underscore the Zionistas or the Zionistas.net. Yes, .net, because we are bringing the 90s back. Speaking of bringing the 90s back, I was rocking a pair of overalls but the shorts yesterday. Yeah, I realize that now I may have divided some of you as listeners, but I don't care because I do love, love those overalls. Uh, I'm also personally making it my mission to bring the thumb ring back. Just saying, just saying. So this idea of family and, you know, reflecting on, you know, the United States Memorial Day, Uh, Both of my grandfathers fought in World War II for the U.S., um, and both of them lived through World War II, but um, it started me really thinking about a lot of things, and not to, like, wax so philosophical with everyone, but I do think that it's important, 
you know, I think that life is full of ups and downs and these like super exciting moments. And then these other moments where you pause and you reflect and you really think about things. And in this process of really thinking about things, I started thinking back about some of our guests. And for those of you who have been with us from the beginning, you know that our very first guest on Talk Israel was Peter Kurz. Big shout out to you, Peter Kurz. He is the general manager of Team Israel Baseball. And I realized that much of the conversation was like, yes, no, Israel does have a baseball team, ladies and gentlemen. They do have a baseball team, a competitive one at that. Um, You know, and to me, I love this aspect of sharing something that may not be as well known with everyone because that's like kind of the fun stuff in, in life. When you, you discover something, whether it's new or it's just new to you, right? You know, um, that's like my favorite thing. It may not be brand new, but it's new to me. Um, you know, <laughs> I feel like, Anyone who had older siblings or older family members that ended up in hand-me-downs with, like, you know, clothing, shoes, or even, you know, a vehicle, it may not be new, but it's new to you. And that's all that really matters, right? And um, I was like, you know, this is really great. And it was such a great conversation, and we got to talk coming right off of the World Baseball Classic and really a huge kolokovod to Peter because he really was such a trooper. He had just gotten back to Israel, had really been soldiering through having almost no voice from traveling and, you know, being at the games and the excitement and everything else. And, of course, you know, when you're at an event that's very loud, you're, you're talking louder and you're pushing your voice you know, further and further. And he really soldiered through and stayed with us. And on top of it, it was, you know, it was at our original time. So it was an hour later. So he was already starting at a later time. So Peter Kurz, Kola Kavod, Toda I'm very much looking forward to seeing you um, and updating everyone when I am there this summer. So that was our first episode. So if anyone has any questions at all, um, Team Israel can be found on social media. Uh, Again, if you're feeling lazy, just hit me up and I will connect you. Because Team Israel is currently working on building uh, a new stadium. I was going to say a new field, but it's not just a field, it's a stadium. Because in 2025, they are hosting Um, the European Classic, and that is like a huge, huge deal. I'm so immensely excited for this. I'm so proud of them. And so they're doing a lot of fundraising for that. So if anyone is interested in learning more about that, please um, look Team Israel up on Instagram, Facebook, um, or their website. Or as I say always, just let me know, and I'm happy to facilitate those connections. So we had Peter, and then we had a couple of other musical guests, and we've had some people who are representing different organizations. And of course, if I was going to have someone musical on, I would have to start with my very dear friend, Ellie Bismol. And Ellie, we're going to like take a minute and talk about you for a second, because if not for Ellie, I would not have met all of these other amazing musicians within Israel, because 
as a producer and a musician himself, he's obviously connected to like multiple people. And while I think he is immensely talented, you know, as a musician, it was more of the producing aspect of it that, that really drew me in. And I'll never forget, not only did we have a wonderful meeting um, when we first met and, and started uh, recording and taping some stuff for my Do You See What I See project, but Ellie was very open and insistent on making sure I understood all aspects of, like, Israeli music, the history, the mashup of cultures. You know, yeah, sure, we have, you know, the very well-known singers who are touring, you know, all over the world. And, you know, you could hear them at any point on, you know, the radio in Israel or anywhere in the world. And and then you have the people who are, are slightly lesser known, right? Um, younger musicians, up-and-coming musicians. And, you know, his insistence on introducing me uh, to different musicians, including Or Georgie and Inu Void, who have both been on the program. And both of these young, talented rappers are, are part of this very unique movement in Israel and, and this sharing and openness of, of love of music. And I think that music is something to me that continues to fascinate and move me and, and at times maybe even, you know, baffle me all at the same time because music in a way is something that regardless of the language that is being, you know, spoken or sung in a song, the message, the feeling, the impact of what that artist created can still permeate every aspect of a listener if they are open and kind of wanting to hear. And I'm very envious of musicians in that way because there is something so special about that. Now, I also really appreciate that all of my guests have been open to sharing like their influences and 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 so forth. Like, well, who made you who you are, you know, talking about not only their family background or their, you know, um, history, but aspects of their life, things they've gone through that are, you know, creating this music. And, you know, to me, that's amazing and very special. And it, it highlights very beautifully the spirit the neshama, the soul, the arts of Israel. Kaha, because, you know, it's like this. Israelis have to keep going. They have to. There's no choice, right? They are in the only, they are the only democratic country in the region. They are not overly... Um, rich with the oil resources, or not at all, um, like some of their neighboring countries. Aval, aval, but yet 
they are prospering and thriving, and they have the most startups of anywhere in the world. They are pushing and pushing and pushing forward and innovating and saying, okay, here's what I have. I don't want this. I want to make it something else. And they take and they create and they, you know, push forward to that next step. And I think that's beautifully shown in music, beautifully shown in art, beautifully shown in all aspects. Um, in the fashion industry, there's some very cutting-edge things that are being done. Yes, I think a lot of people know Ahava, the skincare line from the Dead Sea, using the Dead Sea minerals. And I have to say, like, wow, it's amazing. There is something very, very healing and amazing and powerful and magical about those minerals because when I am down there, I feel different. I do. I, and it's not just the fact that you really do float in the Dead Sea um, and you can feel the thickness of the salt when you're even just like stepping in and wading into the water so you could then, you know, kind of plop yourself down to float. And I laugh because I used to see, you know, all these pictures of people like reading a newspaper <laughs> while sitting, you know, just sitting because you're floating. You don't need a flotation device. You are your own flotation device. But, you know, who's reading an, an actual paper newspaper anymore? Well, Peter, I know Peter is because we talked about that. But, um, you know, and now it's like, oh, maybe you could, you know, read a tablet or just whatever. And I, I did take my phone in there. I put it into like one of those plastic um cases just in case I, you know, splashed any salt water on it because I was pretty sure that <laughs> that would kill the iPhone. Um, I don't know what the Apple people would tell me about that kind of repair, so I kept it, you know, sealed. But um, it, it, there is definitely something to it. So, you know, but Ahava is not the only, I mean, it's an Ahava, much love with you, absolutely, but it's not the only, um, you know, thing in, in the industry of uh, beauty and skincare and hair and fashion and shoes and jewelry and everything. There's amazing stuff coming out of there. And uh, Alana and I with the Zionistas are really delving into all of that. Um, you know, I wear exclusively Israeli jewelry. Um, the only exception I have is the occasional Alex and Ani piece because they are made from reclaimed material. So I'm super supportive of that. Um, but, you know, when you guys see any pictures of me, you'll always see that square map. Uh, necklace of Talia Sari. They do custom map jewelry. Um, if you guys are interested in finding out more about them, please message me directly because I have a link um, that can provide you uh, direct access um, and a bit of a promo code. So they are doing amazing things. I just spoke with them today about uh, visiting when I am there and very, very excited to see their workspace and where all this brilliance is uh, created. There, there are so many different aspects. We also spoke to, um, you know, Masa Israel, Masa Journey. Um, we had Ruth on the program, and she was just lovely. And she was able to tell us all about these amazing programs. And I just was floored by the vast array of options that 
they have. They bring like 12,000 people to Israel every year. Oh, look, Siri is deciding to join us again. Listen, Apple people, if you're listening, I mean like people up in the corporate of Apple, could you please explain to me why every time I say Siri, blah, 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 she doesn't answer me. But as I'm having, you know, the show, I think without fail, she has just started talking to me during almost every broadcast. So I don't know what it is. If Siri just really wants to have a radio show or, you know, you guys could get on some sort of fixing this glitch that, that exists, but could someone at Apple please take care of it? Or, you know, someone listening in Israel who is just, you know, really innovative and um, wants to help me out because it drives me absolutely crazy okay let me get back on topic here sorry about that it just really bugs me that the, that my watch does that every show so we were talking about misogyny and all the different like options where they have the internships with different companies um, you can do your you can do some studying you could uh, have an army experience there's so many options, and it's so amazing. And I think what they're doing um, should should be known by more people because it is such an amazing opportunity and experience. And um, there are other organizations that also exist that you know bring people to Israel because I think what we need to do is really understand, right? I think a lot of problems that we have in this world are for a lack of understanding, and you know. I feel so incredibly strongly about trying to help fix the lack of understanding about the land that I love so much, which is Israel. You know, I do little silly things, right? Like every day, kol yom, for my Hebrew speakers, kol yom would be every day. My nails are painted kachol velavan. Blue and white. And I bring this up because it's kind of a funny story. Uh, if anyone follows me on social media, you'll know that this is like my nails are, have been this way for a very long time. I had a, a very nice lady doing my, my nails and helping me make sure that they were blue and white every day for a very long time. She recently left the nail salon because she was pregnant and had her second child. Mazel tov to her. Mazel tov to you, Alicia. But um, it left me <laughs> without, like, the person who understands that, no, like, I don't need to look at anything else. I just really need to keep the same blue and white. And the the girl who is who did my nails the last two times, very sweet, very sweet. But she just kept saying, like, I, like, why don't you want to change? Why don't you want something different? And I was like, because I can't, because I don't. I don't want. Like, this is something I like. This is a part of me. It's a little way that, um, in like a nonverbal way, that I'm showing support, right? Um, and maybe someone thinks it's trivial or maybe someone thinks it's ingenious. I, I'd like to lean towards the people that are thinking it's ingenious, but you know, either way, it's a free, you know, having your own thoughts are free. They don't cost you anything, so you can do what you like and think what you like. But 
it was really funny. And I, so I pulled out the flag because uh, I carry a, a small Israeli flag with me everywhere I go. And I was pointing at the flag and I was like, see, blue and white. So I need my nails to be blue and white. And so I think she understood. So, well, you know, we'll see next month when I go back in, but um, it's a fun little thing. But I really, I want to make sure that everyone here that's tuning into Talk Israel is, is learning everything that they they can. So if there are topics that people are interested in, you know, hearing or delving into, I am here for you. Um, I will be making sure to highlight, um, you know, some of the areas that are very important um, because Israel has a lot of visitors every year um, within the religion of Christianity, and they're going to Bethlehem and to um, the Jordan River um, and the site where, you know, Jesus was baptized and um, the different uh, historic churches. And so I want to make sure that that you guys know that if you are interested in any of that information, I always have that for you as well. But I did kind of want to talk for a second about visiting Israel. But before I do that, I, I kind of feel like when we're talking about Israel, we kind of need to hear you know, some songs from Israel. And I just can't not feature Nissan Black, who will be coming on the program, who is part of my uh, Do You See What I See project, because Nissan, I have so much respect for you. Uh, Nissan Black is was born in the U.S., he made Aliyah, which means he moved to Israel. He also converted to Judaism. He is an ultra-Orthodox Jew. Um, he used to rap as D-Black. He was a gangster rapper, I remember, back in the day. Um, but he, his, his talent with music has not stopped just because he has changed his life. He is still making really beautiful music. And... Um, Motherland Bounce just happens to be a song that just makes me smile, puts me in a good mood. And you see how we're talking about how music can change things. Plus, at the beginning here, it has this kind of ode to coming to America with Eddie Murphy. I realized that comment right there totally dated me, but that's okay. So I do want to share this with you guys for a minute um, because it's just fun and he is talented. And if you have not heard of him, I want to make sure you know who he is because here at Talk Israel on CRS Radio, the Knowledge Network, I want to make sure that I'm always sharing what knowledge that I have with you guys. So without further ado. This place is a dope. We are royalty. We must go back to our place in Kiswana. No. We are staying right here. This is the motherland. Here. Here we go. 
Put them up in We gon' play it loud and till it's till it, yeah We gon' blow the roof up off the building, yeah Motherland bounce, check it out now, motherland bounce, check it out now, motherland bounce. We baba, yeah. black and hit a shopping with a Sammy Davis cousin. Tried to dodge the industry, but now my name is buzzing. They all saying that I'm conscious, I say that it's nonsense. So I say I've been on since on, had an on switch from Seattle, the rainy city where my mom lived. In Jerusalem, that golden city that was conquered. But still we moving onward, motherland conquest. Smell me like an armpit. Yeah, yeah, we gon' play it loud and till it's till it, yeah, yeah, we gon' blow the roof up off the building, yeah, yeah, we gon' play that motherland bounce, check it out now, motherland bounce, check it out now, motherland bounce, we baba, my mama told me that I read good, been on my straight and narrow, but my history is Z-hood, thank God today that we could, buy a box of Cheerios or kicks, I can even buy tricks, I'm no longer on wick, EBT card rip, in my passport lip, sent like a notary from every country that I went, Ain't a country like this from the others you've been sent. Black is beautiful. This gon' be the motherland hit. Yeah, yeah. We gon' play it loud and till it's till it. Yeah, yeah. We gon' blow the roof up off the building. Yeah, yeah. We gon' play that motherland bounce. Check it out now, motherland bounce. Check it out now, motherland bounce. We baba. Yeah, yeah.
look him up, see what you, uh, you know, what you find about him. Um, of course, you know, remember, guys, Wikipedia is simply what someone put up, and it's not necessarily uh, true. But he has a wonderful social media um, and a great, uh, great group around him. So he's got a lot of stuff out there, and he's on social media quite a bit. So I want to make sure you guys are aware of Nissim. Um, something else that I want to make sure that people are aware of that will be coming up, um, but probably not until I am in Israel this summer, because I really want the impact of hearing about this and seeing this to be really full. And I want to just kind of take a second and, and give you a little bit of background. So, you know, um, in the in the United States, a lot of places, towns, cities, whatever, they have, you know, the, the emergency response. And not every city or town in the United States has a full-time um, fire department or emergency response department. They everywhere has like, you know, police, though they may not have a, a police office in their town. There are several places in the United States that have like county police or state police that uh, take care of uh, certain areas for whatever reason or other. And the reason for that, I do not know. So um, if you're wondering, um, maybe someone else would be the better person to ask because I don't have those answers. Um, but in, in Israel, uh, you know, they, the ambulance, they have a volunteer, it's like 90% volunteer. Um, so it's, it's privately funded. Um, in the United States, there is an office that, um, has information about them. It's like American Friends of, uh, Magandavidam, RMD. It's like the Red Cross kind of, you know, uh, dealio. They do blood drives. Um, they respond to lots of different situations in Israel. And, you know, like someone, you know, calls uh, for, you know, an emergency and, you know, they go into people's apartments and homes and they also respond to, um, you know, scenes where um, there's been a violent attack or a terrorism attack and, Today, I was able to connect with um, like the head of, of uh, Magenta Vida Daman, and we will be bringing some live or pre-recorded, depending on the time of day, because Israel is seven hours ahead of the east coast of the United States. So depending on where you live, you know, sometimes it's a little hard. Um, but we will be bringing information about them to you, but they are, you know, completely dependent on, on donations. And I have a friend who is a volunteer and I know that it's a very, very fulfilling experience for, um, that friend and, um, other people I know who've been involved have been really, really, um, forthcoming and, um, sharing of how much it means to them. Um, and, and, you know, what having something of this nature, you know, does. And I think that that's yet another kind of period here where we are not, you know, we are looking at something differently, right? We are thinking, okay, so how did they come up with this situation, right? Like how did someone say, oh, okay, well, we can just, you know, have people trained and have people volunteer to do this. And, um, 
you know, to me, I'm like, uh, hmm, like, who thought of that? How did that all come about? Well, because I have these questions, I'm, I'm asking them. And I am bringing them to you guys. So if you are in the U.S., you can look up Magendavita Dome. They also, uh, their website is actually pretty easy. It's AFMDA. So it's American Friends of Magendavita Dome. So that one is completely in English. Um, they also have, um, you know, different other uh, supporting uh, entities in other countries. But they, you know, they really are making a huge difference. They really are saving lives. They really are making such a positive impact. So I do urge you to check that out. Um, I think especially if anyone who is listening is a first responder, um, something like that, um, that might really interest you. Um, you know, also, if you're looking to honor someone, maybe who was a first responder, who has passed, or someone's having a birthday, and they're like, they already have everything in the world, so what could you possibly get them? Well, you know, you can always donate to an organization like that, you know, on their behalf, and I think that that's really cool. Um, so I wanted to make sure that you guys were aware of that. You know, we've also talked about um, a lot of other innovative things that are going on, um, both in, like, uh, obviously you have the tech and the pharma, and most people know about that. But I'm going to kind of go back to (laughs) – I just find this somewhat – baffling but in a good way right so like israel has this thriving wine industry and they're all over israel and i have not yet been to all of the wineries but you know out of my sheer dedication to you guys as listeners i guess i could you know force myself to go to more of these wineries <laughs> selflessly offering to do this guys um but they there are wineries in the South that are like literally in the middle of the desert and you're, you're like sand, sand, sand. I see lots of sand. Whoa. Why? What? Oh, there's a vineyard or like down the road. Boom. There's a palm tree farm in the middle of the desert. How? How is this possible? Israeli innovation. I'm telling you, it's, it's very unique. Um, I just, like, I still kind of can't, no matter how many times I drive down and see, you know, you're just like looking at desert, 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 and then all of a sudden you just see all of this green. It it, it really does. It baffles me. Um, and I'm constantly in awe of, of what is going on there. You know, and there are other other organizations that exist that do lots of other, you know, um, environmental things. Of course, you know, there's the um, JNF, which is always planting trees. Um, and the kind of the joke and as I was growing up was like, oh, it's someone's birthday, plant a tree. Oh, someone had a baby, plant a tree. Oh, someone passed away, plant a tree. There was a bat mitzvah, plant a tree, really. Any event, plant a tree. Plant a tree in Israel. 
Um, but as a teenager, I actually did go and physically plant the tree as opposed to like sending the money and having the certificate of, you know, where's your tree, et cetera, et cetera. I actually did plant. Um, and, and yes, if any of the people who were on that trip or the guides that were there were like, oh yes, I was totally complaining the entire time. Yeah. I just whacked my hand on the computer. Um, but I guess I deserve that because I really was, I was really complaining. I was being a very whiny, whiny teenager at the time. I had it. I own it. It's okay. I'm aware. But it was a really amazing experience, um, you know, just to even be doing that. So I want to make sure that, you know, everyone here is aware of, like, all of these wonderful things that, you know, you can be doing. With that said, I feel like it would be a good idea to also have yet another song come up of something that, you know, I really enjoy listening to. And so I want to share that with you guys now. Thank <laughs> you. 
anyone follows me on social media, you know that every Sunday I post Abram Tal's song Shavua Tov because it's just a must. It's a must. Like, I can't think of a better way to um, start my week, right? Like, it is very customary to say in Israel, like, Shavua Tov, like, have a good week. Lama Lo, like, yeah, thank you. I would like to have a good week. I mean, who doesn't want to have a good week, right? So I love that song. I mean, who doesn't? But listening to him in concert was beyond, beyond. I really, really was, hmm, I, I was really flawed, like, just really, really flawed, like I was. And um, he, by the way, an amazing performer who gives absolutely positively his all, Aval, see, I'm telling you guys, aval is very, it's a, it's a great word. But that's not even the best part. He is so warm, not just to his audience and like giving of himself fully and performing with all that he has. The absolute respect and love that he had for the people that were performing with him on stage is an example that should be followed. He has some amazingly talented musicians playing the guitar and the bass and the drums and the keyboard and um, some other people singing. Sure, that is like not at all uh, up for discussion. But the fact that he takes the time to acknowledge and um, really showcase them in his performances, to me, is something that is noteworthy. To me, that is incredibly noteworthy. So I want to make sure you guys know that about him. Um, like, it, it, to me, it, it really, it touched me. Um, I, I want to share, like, some more about this performance with you. So I had the privilege, I had been messaging with his manager, Stephanie, who, by the way, is not just an awesome manager. Of all, there's more. She sang on stage with him, and it was amazing. Um, she is also his sister, which was so cool. Um Aval, there's more. I got to speak to him after the performance um, to get some, you know, quotes for to share with everybody. And I really, I just have to say that one of the things, and I've interviewed a lot of people, and he was so welcoming for someone of like, you know, his his fame level made me feel very welcome and like, you know, genuinely um, he, he gave me a hundred percent of his attention and I, you know, I'm very thankful for that. But it was really funny because I 
went to introduce myself and extend my hand to shake his hand. And I was like, hi, I'm, and he's like, I know you, you're the media lady. I was like, yeah, that, that's me. That's me. So I am going to start playing like a bit of like from the performance itself. This is the song that I love guys. I wish that this was a video feed in the show because see everybody up on their feet and I'm not going to lie to you right now I'm absolutely chair dancing at the moment my hands are going because how do you not how do you not it is absolutely amazing I loved every single piece of it I I have to tell you Um, and it's like I have to play you one other part because it's like Again, one of those things where it changes your it changes your mood. So in case anyone was not in a good mood, though that would make me sad. I want everyone to try to, you know, be at least a little happier when I'm, you're listening to me. Here you go. I apologize. You do hear me screaming in this one. I'm yelling the words, guys. And I just got to say, guys, also has got great style he showed up like looking super great and performed his heart out and I just you know feel very lucky he 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 also oh this is amazing so he brought a lot of other different like music in so he's he's also singing like yeah walking on the moon guys He's doing a little bit of reggae here, a little bit of reggae there. Um, it was just such a great performance. I know that um, one of our other guests that I did tell you guys that some of our guests would be calling in, um, I know that he is ready. So I think he's going to be joining us right now. So I want to um, see if this is the time because I was telling Billy all about this performance as well. Okay, Billy, I'm so happy to have you with us um, here on the program. I was telling them that, you know, we were talking about different programs at the beginning, like all the different programs that are on CRS, and that I, this idea of, you know, uh, family and how I think some of the best parts of family is that, you know, you're not always 100% like exactly like your family and you don't have to agree with your family all the time and all these other aspects of it, but you know, they're there for you. And, you know, the CRS, even though we're all coming with a lot of different, um, you know, backgrounds and whatnot, we, we really are trying to share and create. And especially today being Memorial Day in the United States, also my grandfather's birthday, if he were alive, he would say, hey, I miss him so much. And um, it just kind of started me down this like reflection path, Billy. So I opened the program kind of just talking about all of that stuff. And we were doing a little walk down memory lane. But I know your show is on later. So I didn't know if you guys you wanted to let our listeners know what was coming on later. Yes. Today, um, later on, we'll have um, the chat reel. I believe that's next. Um, mm-hmm. Then after the chat reel, we'll have um, what's on after the chat reel? Uh, is Tiffany uh, on after the chat reel? I can't. I can't look right now on the computer only because I'm on. Yeah, I will lose I, my 
my my studio spot. I don't want to do that to our listeners. But no, I I no. did start. I think we're I think after the chat chat grill, I think there's somebody else. I can't remember the show, but we do have some new shows coming. Mm-hmm. Um, we we have some uh, one show with uh Casey. He's going to be uh, Casey. Um, is going to do a lot of the physics um, of a lot of ancient stuff. He'll have different guests on. Um, some of the guests will be Billy Carson, which has a great big following because he mm-hmm. studies Egyptian history, uh, actually all of the different histories, um, also doing current stuff that are going on in the world today. So, so we, we really are talking diversity here. Lots, yes. of, lots of diversity here. And, and I think that, you know, What's what's nice about what what's being offered, and I did give everyone, you know, the social media. They can find CRS Radio on Facebook. They can find CRS Radio on Instagram. And then once you're in, you can also kind of like see all the different shows. And most of the shows have their own additional, um, you know, like I have a Facebook page just for CRS Radio Talk Israel. Um, so like the, people can message us that way. Though if there's someone who's following one of our shows and they can't quite remember, they can message us directly, and we're more than happy to you know put them in touch with the, you know, the right people to find out about that next show. Um, and I was just kind of recapping a few things going over some of our guests, and I was just playing some of my live concert from Avram Tal and um, Billy. You remember when I went into New York to see him, and I was like. How, like, was I not on cloud nine or what? I was like. <laughs> yes, you were. Yes, you were. And I know it was a great show. Um, I know that the performance was just excellent. Mm. So I see a lot of great things coming um, that way for them. But I, I just, for him also, and I think that um, it would be more of it. Like with all these stations that we have, you're going to get something different from every mm-hmm. station. Yeah. You know, you're going to get some, you know, um, conversations on Motown. You're going to get conversations on general music from the uh, 70s, 80s, and 90s show. That's coming up. Uh, that's right. going to be coming up within the next week or so. Um, you'll also have uh, Denise Gutierrez that's on. Mm-hmm. She does a uh, show. Doctor's Queen, yeah, um, on talk, Sunday. Talk Israel. I'm Talk Israel. We're on Talk Israel, Billy. We're on Talk Israel. Yeah, that's right. She's that's the right. Black I mean, Jewish Queen, yeah. She's on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah, listen, so Denise and I have... have no, that's all right. Listen, Denise, Denise knows totally I... excited. I know. Denise I'm knows totally I love her. Denise knows I love her. We have crossover sometimes, you know. Um, yes. You know, and I was... Earlier, I was talking about Nissim, and she did have Nissim on, and it was crazy because I had uh, already arranged to talk to Nissim for my project for that the movie about Israel, and she had gotten a hold of him, and like in one in that one week time span, he was like talking to both of us, which was so great. And I thought, what a great, you know, um, overlapping of of things. And I think that that's one of the thing, things I was talking about. And I brought up Avram Tal, and I brought up a lot of the different music of Israel because, you know, people are coming with these very diverse backgrounds, and. Um, you know, Avram Tal, uh, is, his family is from France, and but he was on stage, you know, uh, he was doing some reggae on stage and rocking it, and he was just all sorts, of, and you hear the cultural influences, um, you know, throughout that, and, and the way that things are, you know, innovatively done, um, and how music can reach you no matter if you understand the music or not. And Billy, as a, a performer yourself, you know, I'm sure that you could say there were many times where you got like 
lost in your music. Oh yeah, you know, um, a few times definitely because it, it's so for me it's a it's a love that I've always had. Yeah, and when you get that that feeling that sensation when you're actually able to uh, make other people happy, that's the most important thing as far as I'm concerned. Because the, the the beauty of that is that you can make a difference with lyrics, you know, and this is yeah. what it is. We're trying to change this this world one step at a time. And I use that all the time because that's what it is, is bringing people together with love and harmony. Yeah. And the only way you can do that is actually through music and movies. So it has to be a turnaround in society to stop accepting what is being fed to them and start doing things the way they see it in a love loving way. So that's what my situation is all about. And a lot of people that I work with in, in the industry as well, um, they're starting to see things, you know, more clearly mm, mm. as they're starting to see what direction the, the music industry is going. You know, and, and so. on that note, Billy, because one of the things that I, I know that we talk about uh, when the CRS staff is meeting in our own meetings, as well as many of us are talking about, is this the beautiful mashup and the overlap and how things can really speak to you and how the um, these just different influences and and. You know, whenever I want to make sure our listeners know, um, you know, whenever as a, you know, as a musician yourself, a lot of times when I've discovered someone new in Israel, you're one of the first calls that I make. And I'm like, Billy, 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 you got to listen to this. You got to listen to this. Right. right. And so right. one of the people that um, I didn't share this song with you, Billy, because I, I have to tell you, I feel I feel bad and I have to apologize because I did hold it from you because I did want to play it on the air first last week, which we did. Um, okay. I was being a little selfish and I'm sorry, but, oh, see, I just hit my okay. hand on the computer again because I was being bad, but I'm going to play it live um, now for our listeners and for you. Um, and I just kind of want to hear what your thoughts are on this. Now, this is um, from the artist Inuvoid who was on last week and it's Sokovus and I'll give a little I'm 
כמו קעקוע, לא תשכחתי בחיים. I 
יש אנשים שמחפשים להתמקם, אני אף פעם לא אהיה אחד מהם. אין לי שגרה, אין לי גבולות, אין לי תקרה, אין לי לוז, אני עצרתי לתדלק ולזוז. אז תבינו כי יש אנשים שמחפשים לעצור, אני רוצה רק להמשיך ולחפור. אין לי תוכנית, אין לי זמן, אין לי ברקס, אין ריכוז, עצרתי לתדלק ולזוז. הם אומרים אולי את העט, יואו, מגדל שלא יציב סופו להתמוטט, וואו. אבל אני לא מחכה עוד דקה, אני יודע מה שלי ואני לא רוצה לחרטט, בואו. נעצור ונירגע לשנייה, אולי בדרך שלי פספסתי פנייה. אבל עכשיו הגעתי עם הרעש לשכנים שלך, כאילו הם גרים ליד אתר בנייה. נו, אז מה נהיה? את מי צריך לחטוף לפרסום? אז אמרו שלא למדתי כלום. שיפרתי את הרמה שלי כשחצי מדינה ישבו בבית ושיתפו את המסך בזום, אז אני טס בבום, תעשה לי סאונד צ'ק ובום, אני עדיין בחוזה חתום. יש כאלה שחושבים איך לכבוש את המדינה, אני רוצה לקנות את היקום, אז קום. ותפנה את הכיסא, מנסה לא להתנשא, כמה שהרב שלי מכסח. יש לי מילים מקצה לקצה, מה הפלא שכמו ילד יחיד אני רוצה, על מנת לשפר, אין לו זכות בכלל להתלונן. יש אנשים שמחפשים להתמקם, אני אף פעם לא אהיה אחד מהם. אין לי שגרה, אין לי גבולות, אין לי תקרה, אין לי לוז, אני עצרתי לתדלק ולזוז. אז תבינו כי יש אנשים שמחפשים לעצור, אני רוצה רק להמשיך ולחפור. אין לי תוכנית, אין לי זמן, אין לי ברקס, אין ריכוז. אני עצרתי לתדלק ולזוז, אין לי צועק לך בוז. וכל פעם שאתה עוצר על הכביש, על הצג כבר יש פקק. מיני ון טריילר, יאללה תקראו לי היידר. בואי נפרק, לא מורידים לי את הפיידר. לא משחק, בוא לא נשחק, סתום. פה נמאס ופה נשחק ובום, אתה כבר כלום. אחי, לאן נעלמו השנים? רק תדלקת ולא נסעת אף פעם. אף פעם לא מחפף על המייק, גם שקשה עושה כיף על המייק. מביא עוד ביט, דופק עוד ורס, פלאפ על המייק. אין לך קוט, תשיג את זה לבד או שאין לך מה לצפות. כל אחד צריך לנהוג בעצמו וביחד וואלה יוצרים אגדות. יש אנשים שמחפשים להתמקם, אני אף פעם לא אהיה אחד מהם. אין לי שגרה, אין לי גבולות, אין לי תיקה, אין לי לוז, אני עצרתי לתדלק ולזוז. So I'm so I'm so woo, woo, like I'm just like all around and and I have to say and I've told uh, all of the musicians that I've had on in the past who are rapping um, I, I don't I don't I don't understand how you do it because like it's, it's a talent I just simply don't possess um, just to, to spit rhymes like that at the the pace and and the the flow is is intense and um i i, I think that 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 song is called feeling for a very good reason well it's very very um artistic mm-hmm. um because what it is basically is you really have to have the the, the gift for that mm-hmm. uh as me as a, as a singer um rap i love rap um not the the gangster stuff but i love the the newer stuff that are positive of course mm-hmm. but you know it's the art it's mm-hmm. really the art um to be able to get that that right rhythm mm-hmm. and to be able to to be able to spit these rhymes out and and the thing that is it shows you a great rapper is mm-hmm. when they can just do it from the top of their head and and the Billy spot. they have this every week in Israel and Tel Aviv and I hope that when we all go with CRS we can You know attend one of these open mic nights because oh, yeah. a lot of these rappers just get up and just boom and it's just so exciting i I think that if you said, "Okay, you threw me in front of um a big crowd of hundreds and hundreds of people or whatever, I could get up there and I could definitely talk, and I right. could come up right. with things to talk about, but yeah. could I Uh, put something together in this way? Oh, God, no. Not in front of a, hundreds of people or one person. It just wouldn't work for me. But I think what's really positive about a lot of the people that, um, you know, we we are talking about, including Orr, um, is that 
you know, there's, there's, there is a very important message there. There really is an important message. Um, and he, or has talked about, he has a song, Her Night, and it talks about domestic violence. Like, he is super open yeah. about this. Yeah. And I and I really, really find that to be incredibly impressive and brave. And, um, you know, to me, that is also, like you said, choosing to use your, um, you know, your platform um, to, to show, um, to call attention to, uh, you know, causes or things that are important. And I think that, you know, when people do this, it is a very, very special thing and a brave thing, um, as well, because he, um, he's, you know, chosen to do this. And, and I think that that's really cool. And the song happens to be um, amazing in and of itself. But in addition, a very interesting thing that he had shared with me when he was on um, the program is that he, they were ready to film the music video. And I'm sure this is something that you can relate to, you know, being a performer yourself. They were sure. all set to go. And their actor did not show up. Oh, wow. So... He stepped in and he did the role of the abuser and he talked about like how that made him feel. Um, And I will put the link up because it is a very special video, but it's, it's really quite amazing because he really like for him to, he said it was like almost incredibly uncomfortable. Um, and it's funny. You know what? You want to talk about like, oh my God, the timing and everything happens for a reason. Do you know who mm-hmm. just sent me a message and a new song? Do so I write this second, Billy? I'm not lying to you. Okay. Or my listeners. Or, or just sent me a message. Like just this second. Oh, wow. As I'm literally on his page to pull up that video for you, he oh. sent me a message. That, whoa, whoa. I'm, yeah. I'm like, uh, having a hard time. Like, how do you even, whoa. Like, that's, that is crazy. That's absolutely yeah. nuts. So I have it here, and I'm putting it on um, for everybody for a sec. And I want Man. to um, make sure we get this. Yeah. Well, I see something here in terms of merging all this together, because around the world, um, rap has been so prevalent. Mm. In the last 20 years, mm-hmm. when they, in the industry initially tried to, uh, well, they did turn the tables a lot because they wanted to actually invest into the prison. So that's where the gang- gangster rap started. Um, they all formed a, a meeting in California. The labels were there, and they had a plan of how they're going to change the music up. Hmm. Remember, it was just basically R&B, you know, basically. Yeah. You had some rap. 
but their plan was to get the, the RNA people and all of them involved into buying stocks yeah. in the prisons. So the gangster huh, really? set up specifically for them to monopolize off uh, the rappers so huh. they make money on both ends. Interesting. So that's what it was all about. Is that that whole East and West Coast fight? Was that where the, where that all started, Billy? Yeah, it started, um, it actually started, like, rap started fairly, relatively early. And it was really just happy rap, you know, just talking, you know, just about everyday life type mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. And then it ended up getting into um, the industry pushing the gangster stuff. Yeah. Well, I and remember just, like, well, like the, the idea of, like, it, it's part of a culture. And I think that that really goes to something because even um, back in, like, the – what late 80s early 90s um i guess it was yeah right or maybe even sooner than that yeah like you know the beastie boys came out and it was like what is this a bunch of jewish kids from brooklyn like doing rap but like let's Mm -hmm. let's let's call a spade a spade they were good they were good they were and then you started to have like these other offshoots and i remember like it was like, okay, yeah, like the Beastie Boys were just, they kind of just almost seemed to be accepted, right? But then I remember, right. you know, um, at, when Eminem kind of rose through, um, like there was a lot of flack about, like, who's this, like, white boy think he is? And he's right. from Detroit and he's from Detroit. Like, he can have hardships. Like, the color of your skin means nothing. And, again, I go back to this because this idea of, like, who belongs? What does a rapper look like? What does a this person look like? What does a that person look like? And so we're always talking here on Talk Israel, like, oh, like, you know, well, what does a Jew look like? What does an Israeli look like? Well, uh, all of us, every single one of us, you know, um, our beautiful CRS poster has a lot of different people on it. And you That's could right. throw that poster and look, stay on a street in Israel, and you could pick out someone that could fit on that poster wouldn't take long. Like it, it is a very diverse place. And I don't think that you have to, you know, um, there's no, like stop putting people in a box. You know, there's no box. I don't live in a box. I color outside the lines. I think differently. You know, um, I think that's part of what the movement and, and listen, you don't always have to agree. Like, like you said, we have a lot of new things coming on to CRS radio here at the knowledge network. You know, mm-hmm. and and you don't have to agree, but maybe you might want to listen to something because maybe it's going to be a little bit different or show you a different side of something. But I just urge people to remember that there, you know, everyone would be happier and we would we would be in a better, safer place if we could remember that there are more things that speak to all of us than none of us. And That's I think right. music, again, I go back to music and art and um you know, this is a bridge, the bridge to understanding. And there are people that we have already had that I, you know, here on Talk Israel, I feel like are great representations of that. A lot of my artists come from very different backgrounds. A lot of the organizations or companies that I've been highlighting, like Mejamiria, um, which was started by um, two Israelis, Isaac and Orna. Um, Isaac was um, an immigrant from um Argentina, but he wanted to help other immigrants and started Medjimiria, which was a school, you know, for language and jewelry making and all of the Ethiopian. So he targeted the Ethiopian refugees who were fleeing 
you know, for their safety to Israel. Uh Um, And I think that's amazing. And then, you know, there are all these other different things that people just don't want to take the time and hear, like really hear, right? Like you're listening, but are you hearing me? And I think that music is this beautiful bridge. And I love that there's so many of these artists that are, you know, really because Jews as a, again, Judaism is a religion, not a race. So for those who mm-hmm. are wondering, because you can be black and Jewish, white and Jewish, you know, different mm-hmm. shades of whatever it is. You know, I don't like to call myself white. You know, I like to call myself peachy at best. So I am getting more of like mm-hmm. a, I'm becoming more tan, burnt and sienna if we're looking at the Crayola box, because I was out in the sun again today. Uh, right. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying. But, you know, it's, you can be born into, I had this conversation um, with actually someone you and I both know with Michelle the other day, you know, you can be born into religion or you can find the religion on your own. And, um, you, you know, you, you are born a race. Okay, whatever. But like most people are not, 100% anything, right? Like I'm no. I'm a big old mush mosh of whatever and 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 I think that's great also. It doesn't matter. It matters who you are. I have friends in Israel who are constantly talking out about, you know, um like uh Chayalev, who is an amazing, gorgeous, powerful woman and I love her and she's so brave and she says what's on her mind all the time. So it's I am Chayalev if anyone is interested in following her on Instagram. And I remember one time she was like, why do I have to be black or Jewish? And I was like, and I remember writing to her, I was like, you have to choose? Like, <laughs> I, so I asked her, I said, are you going to slice yourself down the middle, side to side? How's it going to go? You know, what a, like, what a ridiculous thing. Like, why do you have to um, choose one thing or another? Like, what is, what is this nonsense? Like, you know, and, and I want to make sure that, you know, we can all really feel and be and, and, and be together. And, and I think that um, sometimes we, we feel like we have to put on this, this facade or, or, or act a certain way. And, and we just, quite frankly, people, and it's really funny that, Billy, that you would be on with me as a musician and that as we were talking about this and then or messages me right then and there, I, I was floored because he just released a single and it's it the single is it's funny because um at first I was like oh god you're wearing clown makeup like oh I don't like clowns right, right. but then <laughs> he doesn't have the wig on though so that's good but the whole thing of it was like this whole idea of like putting on a facade right because the whole idea like the clown has the, the smile painted on its face so you never really right. know um and I was like yeah but that's creepy and he's like yes but that's the point because you never really know, and it's like a loop of him kind of being like smacked around, his makeup smeared, balloons popping all around him, um, and it's so simplistic yet intricate at the same time. And I will make sure to put that um, song up for people to watch the video because it's like I said, the simplicity is so complex and beautiful. And he talks about this facade, right? That people feel like they have to put this facade on all the time. Um, and I think, you know, in the United States, people, it's like I call it fake politeness, you know? 
Um, right. I don't have time for that. You know that. I just like, I'm just like, talk the way it is because I am more like an Israeli in that sense. But it doesn't make me rude and it doesn't make Israelis rude. It's just not part of their culture. It is a fast paced culture. There's no time for like, oh, I'm so sorry. I hate to bother you, but no, just say it. Like, because all that time you just wasted my time. Like, you should be sorry. You just wasted my time, you know, with a fake right. apology that right. you didn't mean. Um, so it's, it's so interesting how um, I think when we actually take the time to understand things and, you know, as you know, we cannot count on the media. So I'm always no. urging our listeners, like, again, find, find diverse sources for information. CRS Radio is the Knowledge Network. You guys are here listening to Talk Israel. Um, and Billy Tappan is here. So you can learn more on, you know, his show, The Chat Reel, um, later as well. But Find a source. If you're curious about something that we're talking about, message me. I'm more than happy if I can't answer you that I will find the answer. That was so teachery, right? Like, I don't know the answer, but I'll find the answer and get back to you. But you know what? I will. I really will. And I, I just, I have to say, it's just one of those things where you're like, oh, my God, that's crazy. Um, again, to the message that you're talking about, um, there's a song that Or has with Ellie Bismuth. Um, the, the very good friend of mine, who is the producer, who also sings. And it's Chayot Belayla. And it's Creatures of the Night. And it talks about how, like, you're always, like, out. Like, you want to stay out and chase and chase and chase that high, right? Because you don't really want to deal with what tomorrow brings. And, right. Right? And it's like, damn, that's, like, everybody's life. Like, everybody has that at some point, right? That they're like, oh, I don't really want to, you know, um, like really deal with what's going to be going on or I don't really want to, you know, um, quite like face whatever I have to face coming up. But all right, I guess, you know, if I have to, uh, I will. But this, this song, I'm just going to put it on again a little bit for everybody because it's like, it, it really encompasses that. And the more I hear, the more I hear. זה <laughs> כל המוח מתלכלך ופתאום אתה לא זוכר בכלל לאן אתה הולך 
אומרים שהבנות הכי יפות תמיד הכי לבד ושכולנו רק עופים שמתעטפים בבד בתוך ענן שמטשטש חושים מרגיש נחמד וכמה מפתה לזרוק את העולם בצד מחפשים מפלט, מחפשים לברוח, מחפשים לצאת עולם שלם של הסחות לדעת, מכורים לחטא ואם לא בא לך להרגיש, אל תחשבי בכלל לא להיות כבד, הפך פתאום למה זה קל אז נאבד את הראש הלילה ותראי שהאורות למעלה מבטיחים שתנצחי and he's kind of going into it in a slightly different way than Ellie was singing about it. And I'm just like, ah, oh, more, more, more. I just want more, you right. know? Um, see, that's the direction we're talking about with this, this uh, new wave of uh, hip hop. And it's like you have to plant the seed and people start recognizing what the establishments have been doing to us for, for uh, decades. Mm-hmm. Um, since the first beginning of time, it's about separating people Um, and make them do things um, like, for instance, Jerry Heller was uh, um, Easy E's, uh, mm-hmm. and actually one time Easy E as well as uh, um, Ice Cube. Though all those guys were underneath Jerry Heller, which mm-hmm. was one of the uh, mm-hmm. labels mm-hmm. that were coming up at the time. So that whole situation started like in uh, the early late. 80s, early 90s with uh, infiltrations of, of drugs mm-hmm. and alcohol and that kind of stuff. So that was being portrayed and then gangster rap as well. But right. now the big turnaround. Yeah. And, and you I'm, know, I'm loving what I'm seeing. Me hearing, too. And you know, the only thing I'd like to hear more of in out of like the U.S. rap scene is less of this auto-tune nonsense. Um, yes. I would also really like to hear less of um like every other word being a curse word or um the n-word and it just it irks me because i want to say to those people um hi it would show me that you're talented if you expanded your vocabulary yeah and (laughs) And see that's the main thing right there is because when you're pushing that type of narrative it doesn't show a lot So can we can we do a public service announcement, Billy, right now? Can we do this? Public service announcement from Billy Tappan and Anya Farber. For those of you in the industry who are using all the auto-tune, which is like a whole other debacle in and of itself, like whatever. For those of you who are, you know, you know, spitting rhymes as as Orr tells me, um, please for the love of God, accept. Expand your vocabulary. You do not impress me when you are F this, F that, F this, F that, and then end this, and that, and this, and that. No, I'm sorry. I cannot listen to you. I will not listen to you. I feel like a Dr. Seuss book right now. I cannot. I will not. I, I must not. Please expand your vocabulary. For the love of all that is holy, you don't even have to read a dictionary anymore. You can ask your phone. It's not hard. Please, please expand your vocabulary. We're, we're not helping, um, you know, young kids by dumbing down vocabulary and doing these things. Please expand your vocabulary. You want to talk about something and push the limits? That's fine. But expand your vocabulary. Okay, that's my little soapbox for the day. And, and I agree <laughs> because this is what the younger kids are looking at. And that's why I'm glad to see some changing taking place so they can look up to some of these artists mm-hmm. and say, you know what, I want to be like that person instead of following the, the uh, other graphic stuff that they're hearing today. 
today's world. You know, they're pushing all types of agendas out there, as you well know. Mm -hmm. I mean, you've got to look at what Target's going through right now, what they're doing. Um, but yet, you know, when other things are, are a problem that are not as serious as that is, you know, then it's an issue that the government needs to step in on. The separation of people of color is a deliberate situation. So it's nothing different between me or you or anybody else, but they made that a difference. Yeah. They plant that seed to the kids as you start growing. And especially if you're not in a, in a neighborhood that has, that is authentic with different races of people, then well, you get that planted in your head. Don't you think that that's... Like, and Oscars and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, Billy, don't you think that part of the problem is I think that kids are taught to, like, I can't tell you how many times, um, you know, I, I, I growing up, I my parents were, were very, very adamant that we treat people um, for who they are and their actions and not what they look like or their religion or anything like that. And I am very blessed to say that I had a, um, a very – diverse group of people that I was able to interact with and grow and learn um, from as, as I, as I grew. But one of the things that I think drives me crazy um, as an adult is when someone says to me, well, like, Oh, you don't understand because you're white or you don't understand because you're black to someone, or you don't understand because you're Asian or you can't say this, or you can say this because no, 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 no. I think what we need to do is get back to the brass tacks of things and, and, and really do that. And I think that one of the places where, um, yes, listen, when people uh, move to a place, like are you going to find areas in this country that are still very um, segregated in a sense of like when different groups come, you tend to, like if you come from another country, right, let's say that there's a lot of um, immigrants coming from um, Mexico, let's just say, then you'll find pockets where those immigrants have come together because you are looking for like, uh, you know, perhaps some language assistance. You are looking for people who have some similar things to you as you're in a brand new place. I totally get that. I support that. You know, it's not mandatory, but I understand it. You know, but when people, I feel like there's almost this turn in the in the United States that people are almost like pushing to segregate again because it's become a a you know an us and a them, a you and a me, right? Where it shouldn't be. And I think what Israel has, because one of the things that that is there, and I and I almost wonder if 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 that changed in this country, it, if it would change for, for our situation. Israel has mandatory service. I don't care what your economic status is, your racial background, or whatever it is. You are an Israeli. You will serve. If you have a physical or a medical impairment, then you have other obligations, some sort of community service. That's all well and good. Like, I get that, right? You can't mm -hmm. make someone who's physically unable do something. That's, that's not what I'm right. saying. But you are serving next to people. And if you ask anyone who has served for any country, they will tell you, especially when you're in battle, the person next to you is closer to you than your blood brother is. You know, um, I, I do think that there is um, more of this understanding and melding and merging of that in Israel the right way because it's a we, not me. 
And I know that, Billy, you love that phrase that when we were talking one day, and I was like, yeah, we, not me. And so you're like, yeah, I love that. And then I remember I said to you, well, Billy, guess what? In Hebrew, it also rhymes. Anachnu, which is we, like us. Mm -hmm. Lo ani. Lo is no. Ani is me. Anachnu lo ani. So Israel seems to have that down. Anachnu. Lo ani. Anachnu. We, us, a whole. So I really feel strongly, um, and I love that CRS, um, as our own little mishpacha, which is family, mm-hmm. are trying this we, not me. And as we, you know, wind down to the end of my program, and I know you have to get ready for your own program, I, I feel like, Billy, as a tribute to you, we're going to end with a slightly different song than we normally do. And okay. it is a song from Orr. And it's a song that I love so much because when I first, when I, one of the first times I had interacted with Orr um, was at this, this practice for their concert. And I was there and I was taking pictures of everyone because Ellie, my wonderful and talented friend, Ellie Bismuth, um, you know, had brought me so I could see it. And they were all getting up and they were so, and Billy, it like, it was a beautiful, like UN of like sorts of everyone, the way everyone looked in there and sounded in the, the backgrounds because we had Soma from, you know, Russia and Merlin from France and all these other things. But Orr got on to test this song out. And in the middle, he, he stopped and he goes, this is the baseball one. This is the baseball one. <laughs> and he just like, It was like he turned into a five-year-old child with his excitement. Not, I mean, this is his song, but it was his excitement that I, the American, you know, because gosh, golly gee, we love our baseball. I mean, it is America's pastime. And I do love baseball. I am a huge Yankees fan. But more than that, I am a Team Israel fan. And I even have an ode to the Diamondbacks because they they were the first to draft a very religious Jew openly. And so Kolokavod is uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks. Um, okay. So um, I want to end our program, you know, after, of course, I thank you with Orr's home run song, because I feel, Billy, that this message is a home run. And we should all swing for the fences as a whole to understand each other. And I do urge any of you who are in the United States to remember that today is Memorial Day. And it is a day that you should be thinking about those who did make the ultimate sacrifice and gave their lives uh, to fight for the freedoms um, that you may or may not remember you have, because you do have the freedom in the United States, just like in Israel, to speak out against the government if you're not happy, to freely say things as long as you're not, you know, screaming like fire in a crowded movie theater or something like that. Um, You are open to have your own thoughts and feelings without fear of like being hauled out in the middle of the night, like in countries like Iran, you know, or uh, going missing because you didn't have your head covered as a woman. Um, So, that is the beautiful thing about our sister democracy, Israel. Um, so I, I urge everyone, if you are in the United States, remember that Memorial Day is not just a day that uh, all the stores do these sales. It is a day to actually remember. And a big thank you to Rabbi uh, Cal, who at the beginning of the program did cause me to cry because he did send pictures um, of a friend that I lost. Billy, you remember that. Uh, it's not been that long. Sure. Um, but they, his... Um, 
his fellow first responders in um, the police department uh, had organized to have a flag at Arlington because he did serve in the Army um, at the Arlington uh, National Cemetery. So that um, really meant a lot to me. Um, Aaron, you will never be forgotten. You are loved by a lot of people. I hope you know that. Um, Rabbi Cal, thank you as always. Billy, thank you so much for joining us. Um, you are so welcome. And all of my wonderful Chavarim at Talk Israel. Any questions, Anya Farber on Facebook, CRS Talk Israel on Facebook, or Anya underscore think underscore differently. Lahitraot, everyone. Have a wonderful rest of your week. I'm going to leave you with Home Run from War Georgie and very possibly get choked up a bit. So, Lahitraot, I will see you all later. Much love. Thank you so much. Love you. Yep. Bye bye. מי מוכן לתת את המכה בכל זמן? אני חיכיתי בנחת, אני קראתי את התחת, מוציא את הכדור מהמגרש. קומרן, מי מוכן לתת את המכה בכל זמן? אני חיכיתי בנחת, אני קראתי את התחת, מוציא את הכדור מהמגרש. הזדמנויות לא מגיעות פעמיים, בוא נוותר על השריקת פתיחה. אנשים כבר כותבים את הפרקים של הסיפור שלהם, אני עדיין מעצב פריחה. אני לא ממהר לקטלג את עצמי, שוש גבוה לפעמים אני הורג את עצמי, אבל תראה שיהיה ביום יפה עולם כזה שבו אני עולה על ביט ומענג את עצמי. מילים שעשו בכסף סופרסוני גם עם קילו ריטלין, אתה לא מרוכז כמוני, זה נראה לי פרואטי, הם אומנים בספגטי, כי לידי הם ברמה של ציורי מקרוני, אז מכאן אל הבנק, בא עם טנק ומסור ענק, בא לי ג'אנק פוד על הרב כי זה צ'יפ. דוחף להם פתקים כי אני קוטל אותם, אז תגיד לי אתה מי אביב. קומרן, מי מוכן לתת את המכה בכל זמן? אני חיכיתי בנחת, אני קראתי את התחת, מוציא את הכדור מהמגרש. קומרן, מי מוכן לתת את המכה בכל זמן? אני חיכיתי בנחת, אני קראתי את התחת, מוציא את הכדור מהמגרש. הנה הרגע מגיע, תשים הביט ליציע. 12 רמות מעל מה שהכי טוב מציע. באים המלל הבועט, משאיר את המיקרופון לועט, אני מרים את העט, חודר להם לראש כמוכליה, מתחילים להזיע. אז עד כאן, נותן פעם, שורף טעם, פעם איתכם, זה well done. יושב על המלל ומסובב את התמל שמסרב לקבל איזשהו מת כבר. זה ברור שאני בא מפתח תקווה. לידי אתה רמת גן, ממאית השנייה שים לחץ על הפליי, לא נשאר לך הרבה זמן. אני עושה כאן היסטוריה, אתה זמר בתיאוריה, תן כבוד כמו ליורם, גאון על הטראק, אז תביא את המכבד כי מה שג'ורג'י בא לתת, יעפקו לה מת הראש מחוץ לפארק! קומרן, מי מוכן לתת את המכה בכל זמן? אני חיכיתי בנחת, אני קראתי את התחת, מוציא את הכדור מהמגרש. קומרן, מי מוכן לתת את המכה בכל זמן? אני חיכיתי בנחת, אני קראתי את התחת, מוציא את הכדור מהמגרש. קומרן, מי מוכן לתת את המכה בכל זמן? אני חיכיתי בנחת, אני קראתי את התחת, מוציא את הכדור מהמגרש. קומרן, מי מוכן לתת את המכה בכל זמן? אני חיכיתי בנחת, אני קראתי את התחת, מוציא את הכדור מהמגרש. Wonderful, wonderful week, everybody. Thank you again, as always, for listening.